Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Buy Me in a Book podcast. I'm your host, Tav. As you can tell from my voice, I am so freaking excited to be here. I apologize. Last week, I did not put an episode up, and it was very last minute that I decided. But the move, y'all, it was no joke. Like, I mean, I wasn't there when um, the husband moved from moved us from North Carolina or sorry, from Utah to North Carolina, just because I was already in North Carolina. And when I had got there, I was able to do podcast episodes because I just had my equipment and then like a suitcase. So it was really easy. But this I was very hands on, very much in everything that I was like, I cannot like muster up the brain power to even like read a book. Actually, I was halfway through the book that I'm going to do today, but I just couldn't finish it. And well, because I was busy cleaning and packing and it was just a lot. And like the next day, like that Wednesday, it was my last day of work. And I was thinking about all the stuff that I had to do for work. And anyways, long story short, I just, I couldn't get an episode up last week. It just, I couldn't do it. So I apologize, but moving forward, I am here. (laughs) It is uh, my first day of being a stay-at-home wife. Uh, I have never experienced that before. Like, sure, I've taken, like, days off. Sorry if you heard that. The dog was sneezing. Walker, come on, bud. You know the drill. (laughs) Uh, We have carpet up upstairs now. Uh, Downstairs is hardwood. Upstairs is carpet. And the dogs haven't had carpet in over a year. And so they just like keep rubbing themselves on it. Also, because I think that they're trying to like put their scent into it. I, I read that that's what dogs do. And they have just been troopers. And I think they like this place. It's a brand new townhouse. Like nobody has lived here before us. So I think they are also trying to just like readjust everywhere. Uh, sorry, I like jumped <laughs> through everything. But yeah, we are here in Arizona now. We're in our townhouse. Um, we are unpacking. Like most everything has been unpacked downstairs. It's just upstairs we still like are working on. There was just, honestly, I just had so many, so much stuff, like clothes, that as I'm going through clothes again, I'm like, why did I not get rid of this? Like what mindset was I in that I was like, yeah, that's cute. And then now I'm like, oh, I would not wear that again. It's it's a hassle, you know, so I already have a bag ready to donate. Um, but yeah, we are happy to be here in Arizona. We got here on Saturday and today's when? Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. So it's been a couple days. The drive went really good. The dogs did really good. I had them in my car uh, with like our most prized possessions, I guess you could call them, or most fragile. And then the husband had the U-Haul with everything else. And we went from North Carolina to Arizona. We did two 14 days or two 15 days. I want to say it was like four. Oh, Yeah, it had to have been 14 days or 14 hours. um, And then, (laughs) was I saying 14 days? No, 14 hour days. And then on Saturday, we only had like four and a half hours to drive. And it was so nice. And I've loved it here. I've already gotten a bloody nose because there's no humidity here. 
the, around my nose is really dry and my eyebrows are dry again. I haven't had that dryness since we lived in Utah. So I'm getting back into my moisturizing <laughs> routines. Uh, but yeah, first day being a stay-at-home wife and I loved it. I don't have a car. We only have one car. So uh, the husband took that to work. He said that his first day went really great and he loves it there. Um, I think he's going to be home in like the next hour or so, but overall, everything has been going good. I finished the book yesterday that we're going to be talking about today. And then, yeah, I did an Instacart so that we'd have groceries and I can make dinner, which, okay, I actually have like the motivation and the, you know, want to make dinner now. And I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it will like come and go, you know, but I am in a whole different mindset now. Like I know today's the first day, but y'all, I am just happy to be here. Like I'm so freaking happy to be able to just like take care of myself and have time and like, I don't know, just the energy to take care of myself. It's it's been a lot and I received the sweetest message on Instagram. Oh, there is the husband right now. Okay, sorry for that pause. Hopefully everything went okay. Uh I don't know what happens when like I'm on like recording and then my phone rings. Like at one point I think husband told me that it like messes up the sound. So hopefully everything went okay. But yes, he called uh, to tell me he's on his way home. So I got to get this recorded. And then the dogs barked, obviously. Okay, yes, uh, I received the sweetest message on Instagram, um, sharing their story about PCOS. Um, that's what I shared last episode about my PCOS. And honestly, it, I haven't had a journey of PCOS yet, because I haven't really acknowledged that I have it if that makes sense, like I haven't done anything to help myself with it. Um, so I'm excited to really dig in deep and see what I do need to do and like what doctors I need to go to and like what diet change or like anything. I took the dogs on a walk this morning. So that was already a big change for me. So little steps, baby steps, but also just know this podcast is going to freaking rock now because I'm going to be able to focus all my time on it. And it's just, it's going to get better, I promise. And I'm just excited. Uh, speaking of, you know, the podcast, let's get into books. Okay, uh, <laughs> the biggest reveal, biggest thing, biggest news, Cherish just came out from Tracy Wolf, And what is it, the fifth or sixth book? Let me look it up. The sixth book, the freaking sixth book. And I'm definitely going to start it right after this because I want to do next week's episode on it. Like, I cannot wait. And if you want to go and listen to books one through five, let me look it up really quick. So it is, let's see, book five was episode 52. And then let's see. Okay, so the other books, wow. They were cleared down on episode 15, 16, 17, and 18. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so if you want to go and listen to those episodes, just so that you can get caught up with the story, I definitely recommend that. I think, honestly, I will listen to the episodes again, uh, just so that I can, like, make sure that I'm in, you know, the right mindset, the right, like, 
just so I remember the characters, remember what's happening. I <laughs> is that kind of silly to re-listen to my episodes just so I remember books? It's what I mean. That's why I do this so that you guys can listen to it. Also, I do these episodes in case there are like you know that you won't have time to read these books, or you know that you probably won't ever like pick up these books. That's one reason why I do this podcast. Another reason is like I want you to read these books as well. Like a lot of the episodes, I try not to go into a lot of detail of the the story and the book because. I recommend that you do go and read them because I do leave a lot of stuff out of these episodes that I feel like are pretty important, but just like, I don't know, in the background, um, if that makes sense. So overall, like this podcast is for people of every stage of reading books. Like if you're just barely getting into reading of like romance books, like this is the podcast for you to kind of see like what they're about if you're not sure about the book like a certain book definitely listen to those episodes like this this podcast is here for everyone and I'm really excited to keep growing it and to keep doing all of these books and yeah (laughs) I feel like uh, let's circle back around uh Cherish just came out that I'm really excited for so that's where this all stemmed from also I was able to listen to two books on the drive over and they're not romance. They're not. I've realized that actually, I think I talked about this in the last episode is that I don't really like listening to romance books. I like listening to mystery and thriller because I'm just, it keeps my attention and it's just like, I audibly gasp and my mouth hangs open like, oh my gosh, so freaking good. So to follow up with that, um, if you listen to last week's episode, I did, um, let's see, The Inmate by Leslie Howard. That one was so freaking good. And then I listened to The Housemaid by Frida McFadden. Both were incredibly good. So freaking good. Like I want to do an episode on each one of those books because I mean it mixes up like the romance novels or whatever like so it's not all romance Uh, and occasionally I think I will kind of branch to other genres of books but and these are the perfect ones to do that so I listened to both of those books they were very good for some reason I thought that Frida McFadden had uh, she had wrote both of those but they but she didn't because they just seemed really similar to each other and yeah for some reason I thought she wrote both but Anyways, yeah, those were incredibly good. And to get into the book today, after we've gone through all of those updates, I just wanted to keep you guys involved. Like, you're my little community. I wanted to give you updates. The book today that we're going to be talking about was on my to-be-read list, and I've heard great reviews on it um, on, like, TikTok and on Amazon, just really great reviews. It's called In a Jam by Kate Canterbury. And, oh... (laughs) I put in my notes, I, it was like down from my notes, but a couple other things that I want to talk about before we get into this book. So I saw this TikTok that said like, oh my gosh, what if we had a point of view of Rizand from uh, Court of Thorn and Roses, which I believe I've talked about it, like contemplated doing those books on the podcast just because they're so popular and that's, I feel like those are a good first series to get people really into the fantasy romance genre. 
And so more and more people are picking them up. And so I've like contemplated doing them on the podcast. I still haven't decided yet. But can you imagine getting his point of view in a book? That would be incredible. Also, I don't know if you guys have been kind of targeted with these ads from the Galatea. It's like an Instagram. I've seen it. Well, have I seen it on TikTok too? I believe I've seen it on both like Instagram and TikTok where it's like these little short stories of like romance books. I tried to read one because they have really good hooks. Like just how they set it up. I'm like, oh my gosh, that sounds like a really good story. But then when I start reading it, I'm like, Ooh, like this seems like high school, like writing. And I apologize if you have wrote any of those books and are offended by that, but it is so like, I don't like those books. They're just very surface level. They don't give you like the background of the character. It was just really awful. So I didn't continue because like even just the writing was very high school, like the narration of the characters, like the main character was like, ew, like just how she was like talking and like, I don't know. I just really didn't like it. I'm like, okay, this is, I'm not the right audience for this or they need to get better authors on this because this is not good. So I didn't continue, but I want to know your thoughts and maybe there are different stories that you have looked at or enjoyed. Send them my way because I think that app is smart. Like I, I like that the thought of the app and maybe I just really chose the wrong story. I don't know, but let me know your thoughts on that. The last thing. Okay. (laughs) The last thing before we get into the book is lately I have been putting on like YouTube music, like the ambiance music or like soundtrack music for like the Lord of the Rings or just any sort of like action movie while I read these books. It's been incredible. Like I feel like I have been on another level because it just like adds to like the action scenes or the battle scenes or like the love scenes. Like, I don't know. It's just another sense Like you're already using like your imagination and you're envisioning these stories, but to add the element of music, it's, it's so good. Like it just makes it more intense and just, you feel more emotions. And I was insane. Like, I don't know how I've never thought of that before. And maybe there's people that are already doing this and I just had no idea. Um, Thanks for telling me everyone. (laughs) But yeah, that's a new thing that I've been doing. And I've loved it. So I highly recommend going on like YouTube music, looking up like little ambiance videos. I think I look up like cafe music or there was like a tavern music, uh, just lots of different channels like lo-fi, um, just different movie soundtracks. There's it's just so expansive, like it's so good. And I recommended trying that the next time that you are going to read a book at least one of these books that's what I'm gonna do when I read this cherished book which I'm gonna start right after this because again I want to do next week's episode on it and I'm just I'm so freaking excited and I believe it's the last book too so okay let it is time it is now time to get into this book we are on episode 79 again we're gonna be talking about in a jam by Kate Canterbury and I haven't read any books by her before. I don't know if she's a new author or if, if this book is just kind of her debut 
or like if it's just this one that has gone viral but this is like a marriage of convenience slash friends to lovers book and at first it's not spicy it doesn't get spicy until three-fourths of the way in and let me tell you it gets spicy like the main male character he uh he's not kinky but he just like is very commanding in the bedroom and it was a surprise because he comes across very shy very timid very much like I don't know just a shy boy and maybe that's like I don't know it was just it it was interesting it was very eye-opening and also I was like oh my gosh (laughs) like that's spicy so 3.5 out of 5 uh to my mom I would like the mother-sister standard I would not recommend it to my mom and I would recommend it to my sister because I think that's her level of spice that she'd be okay with okay let's uh let's get into this book um there's I mean I kind of have a little bit of spoilers in here but nothing like really into the events or anything. So it's more of a synopsis today instead of like telling you every single thing that happens. Also, this is a dual point of view book, which I didn't mind. Uh, The male character was really enjoyable and I really liked him. And so, yeah, uh, we're going to get into Shay. She's our main female character And it opens up of her getting stood up an hour before she's supposed to get married with a phone call. Her fiance or ex-fiance now calls her and is like, yeah, this isn't working out. And he told his family the night before, like after rehearsal dinner, but didn't tell her, didn't tell her family, nothing. So yeah, hour before he calls and she's like freaking mad, of course. Uh, Shay is a kindergarten teacher in Boston, so that's where they all are. So she kind of like lays low for the two weeks after that with her friends. Like they moved her out of the apartment that she was sharing with her ex-fiance. And so she's just kind of like moping, which is completely understandable. And she cuts her hair, which she has always wanted to. She gets a tattoo. She just kind of like reinvents herself. And I love that. And once those two weeks are kind of over, um, she kind of she gets a wake up call and it's an email from the lawyer or like the the executor of her her step grandma's will. Um, So like the guy that takes care of it, I don't know, attorney, lawyer, whoever they are. And uh, in her step grandma's will, she left Shay a tulip farm in Rhode Island, which this tulip farm Shay went and stayed in high school for a couple years or a year, and she was pretty close with her step-grandma. And so when she uh, gets this call, she's like, what? Are you serious? And so the guy sends over the will, so her and her friends are reading it, and she knows that this farm has been in the generations, like the family, for so many generations, And in this will, it says, like, if you want to keep this farm, you have to be married within a year and like uh, or it goes to the town and uh, the town would probably sell it, get the money, everything like that, even though so many families have owned it. So she's like, oh, my gosh, like, what am I supposed to do? So she her friends are like, well, you have to go and see what it's about, like, see what you need to do, see if we can fight the will, see, see whatever. 
And one of her best friends, Jamie, I love that she said this. She's like, you know what? This is the start of your villain era. Like you give no more Fs. You're starting over because you feel like an era. And I love that. Like ever since uh, it came out in RuPaul's Drag Race, like the the latest season, uh, one of the drag queens, she always actually is it this latest one. No, I think it's the season before this one. One of the drag queens would always say like, oh, I'm in this era. This is my this era. And I'm like, you know what? I am in an era. This is my starting over era. This is my like empowered podcaster uh, work from home wife era. Like this is my take back my life, have energy era. Like I love that. I love that saying. I love that term like you can use that for anything. Like if you're tired tomorrow and want to sleep in, you know what? Your beauty sleep era, you know, like I just love it. (laughs) So that's what they used in this book is the start of your villain era. Like start over because you feel like it era. Oh, incredible. Love it. So her friends are all in support of her going to Rhode Island to see what this farm is about. So then we go to Noah. He is our male point of view. And he always remembers he he's wanted to leave the town for as long as he can remember. And uh, him and Shay were best friends in high school. And she's been gone for about 14 years. And they both left uh, right after graduation. Actually, was it her... I don't know if she left after graduation or if it was a year before. I don't know. It doesn't really say. But he left right after graduation. He got into Yale and he became a lawyer and he got this really high powered job in New York. He was working on Wall Street. He had a lot of connections. And then about five years ago, he got a call that his dad died. And so he needed to come back and take over the farm. His mom was getting really sick, so they had to move her into a home. And her, his sister, uh, I don't know if it happened right then or just like a couple years after her sister got arrested and put in jail. And so he had to take custody of his niece who is now nine years old. And I, I guess a year ago he adopted her. So a lot of things happened all at once and he came to take over the farm um, because it w- has been in his family for a long time as well. So they have like dairy cows. Obviously, they do different jams. That's like his passion, which I think is really cool. Um, they have goats. So they do like goat yoga. They're very much in the community uh, like this this family, this farm, or I guess him and his niece now. Um, and his family is well known. Uh, they have this bakery now. They do. They sell eggs. They just it's an all around farm and they're going to start doing like more wedding venues and yeah, just very, very involved. And um, so Shay, when she gets to her step grandma's um, farm, there are all these trucks like farm trucks in the driveway. So she and they have like the name of this other farm. It's called like Three Stars or Little Stars Farm or something. And uh, so she goes to that farm. It's like right next door. And she's trying to find whoever's in charge of these trucks. And that's when Noah comes up and he's like, Shay. And she's like, Noah. And they are so surprised to see each other. And she learns that like it's his farm. Those were his trucks. Like they start talking to each other like because they were best friends. And so they catch up with each other. 
And she tells him about the will and about her life in Boston, but she doesn't want to go against the will because she doesn't want to, like, lose the farm. And she tells him all about the stipulations. And then he says, like, I'll marry you. And she's like, what? He's like, yeah. And then once the year is up, then we can just get divorced. And she's like, what's in this for you? And he's like, well, I want the land um, so that he can, like, expand his farm and do all those the wedding venues and just, like, completely expand everything so she's like oh okay well I needed to get away so I'll stay here for the year as well like we'll just kind of go by the rules like what the will says and we'll stay like I'll stay over here on my farm you stay over there we'll just get married at the courthouse I'll help you with your niece like everything will be fine so they hide being married from the town and uh, one time, one night they go to one of the high school football games and there's this really aggressive lady that really wants Noah. And so he is very affectionate towards Shay and tells her like to pretend, you know, the whole like, oh, pretend we're together. And uh, they realize that they have like feelings towards each other and um, they have to act in love. And it just kind of like goes from there that they just the lines start to blur and then the town finds out that they are married because like they went to a different county to get married um but of course there was a nosy lady there that told the whole town so uh she has to move in with Noah and yeah that's where it gets kind of more spicy so it's so good um and I really I don't know why I wrote this down I just really loved it like I feel like in every book, there's just a little snippet that I absolutely love. Like, that's why I love, I love reading. I love authors because they're so creative in coming up with these characters and stories and worlds and everything. And they are so insightful. Like, these authors that create these books, like, they have, like, their own quotes, basically. They have these characters say these, like, very insightful things. And, like, I love that about these books like I try and find one in every single book just something that really sticks out to me and I really liked this part uh they were at one of like the little county fairs like selling jam and this lady comes up to um she comes up to Noah and says like oh I remember when you were a child you were such a meatball and just like I don't know, just talking about how he was when a child and how he was when he was a child. And he was very self-conscious and he was very shy and very like he just had a, a rough like br- upbringing. And uh, Shay was always there to help him and to like stick up for him. And so she sticks up for him again here because um, the lady was calling him a meatball, his younger self. But Uh, Shay says this to this lady she says you know what bodies are extremely temporary and they're the least interesting thing about us they carry us around while we're on this earth and there's nothing more I can ask from my body than that I certainly wouldn't spend any time worrying about the size or shape of anyone else's body incredible like gospel I love that because it's true it's like why are you going to spend your time worrying about someone else's body Like, that is just nonsense to me. And, like, 
sure, I've been self-conscious of my body, but I've realized this over the last like five years. It's like, you know what? My body does great things for me. And I've really learned how to love my body and the shape that I am and like what looks good on me, what doesn't. And you know what? Like I've changed my mindset on it. And I don't judge other people by what they wear or what their bodies look like because you know what? Like whatever makes them happy makes me happy. And I loved that. And I love these characters like Shay and Noah, like they each go through their own journey and they each come out better and they're there for each other. You watch their love grow again. Like Noah has always been in love with Shay and Shay, like just being there with her as she realizes that and grows to love Noah and like he is spicy Noah is spicy like I said at the beginning like he he gets spicy in the bedroom um and his niece Jenny she is a freaking riot she's nine years old she has a mouth like a sailor and like she's obsessed with pirates like she is so freaking funny and I just love her little character um and yeah, like each of the characters, each of the characters go through like their little mishaps. They go through a doubting phase and they just like grow together. And like a year later, they're like, yeah, let's keep being married. Like honestly, a couple months into the marriage, they're like, yeah, we're basically married. And he always like calls her wife, like, come on, wife, like, let's go wife. Like, okay, wife. And I'm like, oh, so freaking cute. So I definitely recommend this book. It is just a nice, solid, standalone book that I think you should pick up. It was great. And I figured out my new word that I have been saying a lot is incredible. But this book was adorable, incredible, exciting, like all around loved it. So definitely recommend. Uh, But yeah, definitely follow me on all the social medias because I am going to be active girl. I am going to be all over those social medias. Like I will keep you updated on everything, especially with this cherished book. Like, Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. Anyways, that's all from me today. Uh, hope I gave you all the updates that you wanted. Hope I gave you what you wanted about this book, but I love you and I'm grateful for you. And I will talk to you guys later.